What's up, party people? What's up, YouTubeanites? What's up, Twitchians? What's up, iTuners? What's up, uh, SoundClouders? What's up, Stitchers? I think that's everybody. <laughs> I think we went through it. Welcome Podcasters. Podcast. Another edition of Lords of the Long Box. Uh, happy uh, New Comic Book Day to you. Uh, we were off last week. You know, we were just busy. Hey, was new- Life gets busy, right? You know, it was a nice, well, we got to take a week off. Did you take a vacation? Uh, yeah, man, I took my old lady up to uh, San Francisco for the weekend for her birthday. Uh, it was awesome because we got sick and tired of the hot weather. It was about 45 degrees under the Golden Gate Bridge um, with the wind chill. We were actually freezing. I even told her, I said, hey, bring sweaters. We're going to need them. And then so the entire town was like 60, 70 degrees, uh, actually 60 to 50. Went down to Santa Cruz, went to the boardwalk, had some good food, saw some family. It was a great time to just. Yeah, I miss it already, man. This like this weather up here is down here is killing me. But I digress. Welcome, and let me f- introduce my fellow lords, Lord Darkside Jedi. Say what's up to the party people. Party people in the place to be. Uh, it's Wednesday, and you know what that means. News. But rent? No, I'm just kidding. And <laughs> no, also, Lord Otto from the Grotto. What is up, everybody? What's up to all my Autobots out there? It's New Comic Book Day. We've been off for a week great time to be a comic book fan we got a big show planned for you tonight for all you variant whores out there tim's done his homework we got a list of top 10 variants that we're going to kill you with we're going to talk about like experiences at terrific con the good and the bad and you know this is our 99th episode so thanks to the guys to the top of to the right and to the left of me on top lords of long box we go for 99 episodes if you're doing the math at home that means pretty soon we've got a 100th episode coming up and that's a huge milestone guys so yeah so later on we're gonna uh give you guys some details what uh we're gonna do for our special 100th episode make it special you guys lords of the long box show the live show that has is going on 100 episodes and we took breaks uh (laughs) for a good two or three months but like Excalibur, when the land needs us, we'll be back. Uh, <laughs> one of my favorite movies. I'll always quote Excalibur. A dream to some, a nightmare to others. Uh, once again, Lords of Longbox is proudly sponsored by KRSComics.com. Go to KRSComics.com. Use the discount code of L-O-T-L-B for 10% off any KRS Comics exclusives. They always got some great stuff. They're uh, revving up for the big new uh, return of Wolverine. They got some cool variants up there. So go check out our boys, KRSComics.com. Use the discount code of L-O-T-L-B for 10% off any of comics or exclusives. Also check them out on Facebook. They're also part with uh, Key Collectibles on Facebook for all your signature verification needs, CBS needs. They're all, the whole crew is going to be at New York City Comic Con next, which is a huge show for them, uh, for pretty much everybody on the East Coast. Uh, special shout out to our other sponsor, comicsmv.com your gpa alternative i say it's better than gpa because you know why it's free and there is a ios app yep. for comics and, it, and it's nice it, it it not only takes um cgc ebay buys it does cbcs and cgc along yep. with all the other um auction houses i think even oh, yeah, it takes comic connect comic link heritage mm-hmm. ebay and one other auction site. So it's not just eBay sales, and it's also CBCS and CGC. GPT. And it's free. And it's free. And GPA only does CGC. And guess who they don't do? None of them do PGX. You know why PGX sucks? Don't use it. <laughs> That's your point. Uh, I've been but, on it all the time, man. I'm, I'm all in on it. Go to Comics MPs. Get up a free account. Look up the values. They do a great job. And our friends at Comics MV helped us compile this list today of all the hot variants. Uh, so check them out. Um, also, 
Uh, Ryan, uh, who else we got? We got our friends We've at got the, the Geeky Swag Shop. Yeah, that's right. The Geeky Swag Shop is swag cool. On. They sell T-shirts and other geek paraphernalia related to comic books. Use the discount code of LOTLB to get 15% on any awful online orders, man. And uh, we got some news about that coming up, too, if you want to get yourself a Lords of the Longbox T-shirt. But right now, they got some cool stuff up there. They got stuff from Fanboy Fight Club. They got, like... That Joker uh, shirt. I don't know if you've seen it. I got that uh, yeah. from him. So our friends at the Geeky Swag Shop, proud sponsor now, 15% off. Use the discount code of L-O-T-L-B to get yourself a cool shirt. They got Marvel shirts, DC shirts. They got like Mortal Kombat, Street Fighter, all basically geek apparel, man. So go look for that. So uh, once again, uh, shout out to everybody on Twitch, on YouTube. Uh, this show will also be on SoundCloud, Stitcher, and iTunes, man. We are spreading like an incurable disease, man. Ooh. You can't, we're just all Ooh. over the place. So there's no excuse that Penicillin resistant. So if you can't catch us live on YouTube and you catch us on the podcast afterward, you know, this is something people have asked. So they, I mean, something you can't they can watch a YouTube to. video. Yeah. You driving. know, something you can do while you're driving home, right? right? You know, you know, on these uh, podcasts. So we're trying to be as uh, audio, audibly <laughs> descriptive mm -hmm. as possible. So let me say what's up to everybody in the live chat. Alfred 83, Gomez, a comic collector, Randy Sloan. Electric Comics, Goomba 213, White Dog 1475, Mr. Gretzky 9966, Javier Salas, Stay Puff 1983, uh, Adi Russell, uh, and the list goes on, the Model Vault, VJ 1974, what's up everybody? Um, our man Otto, got, first of all, shout out to Otto who was on the uh, Comic Book Men podcast. Yeah, uh, that, that, was dope, man. that was cool. I'm going to be putting it up on our uh, podcast channel, so it'll be on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Stitcher. He did a great job to the point where they were like, uh, they were shocked that Otto was rocking the mic because, you know, he reps the Lord's crew. Oh, yeah. So they were like, they were just shocked that he was so. Uh, and he even had a Lord's shirt on, I hear. Oh, yeah. that's right. I was merchandising the whole <laughs> thing, man. You know, listen. I, listen. So um, for all of you guys who don't know, I don't know. I'm just going to go off on a little bit of a tangent here. Um, I was able to do a podcast with Ming Chen and Mike Zapsik, who were from the comic book men. And it was one of these things where it was at the Terrificon. So that's what I'm going to go into and talk about a little bit first. And uh, the Terrificon Comic-Con is once a year. It's at Mohegan Sun. It's in Uncasville, Connecticut. It's my big show. I'm up here in the Northeast. It's a huge show. Just to give you an idea of how many people went through the doors in three days. They do a Friday, Saturday, Sunday. They open the doors at noon. And I did my research, and they had about 24,000 people through the doors um, during that time. And that's a big group. Of no that's a that's big a number because you're only looking at a certain number of hours, you know. And um, shout out to the producer, um, Big Fedora Marketing, and Mitch Halleck. He is a comic book fan, so he brings comic book writers. He doesn't bring all these superstars in and, you know, gouge you with all, like, Gene Simmons and all these other crazy people that you just loaded up, and it's more comic book orientated. So while I was there, Ming Chen and Mike Zapsik from Comic Book Men were doing their, they own a podcast studio. So they were letting you do free podcasts with them. So Ryan had told me about it. So I jumped on, and I said, you know what? I don't know what these guys are going to talk to me about, so I'm going to talk to them. <laughs> you know was, what I mean? Yeah. And I'm... I'm a fan oh, of comedy. It was like you were interviewing them. Yeah, it really was. They it were really like, was. They were like tongue tied. They didn't know what the hell to do. The whole time yeah. I was listening to it, I was I was wondering how many people sit there, and it's just kind of dead air, awkward kind of conversation. But you sounded like you were ready to go. Part of the oh, team, I was man. fired it was, up. It was great. This. It was great. Yeah. Repping the lords, yes, baby. Repping the lords. I was bringing it, you know. And it was funny because I got a little confused sometimes between three men in the basement and the lords of the long box, but <laughs> the, the whole thing came together pretty well, really and did. I'm happy with it. And uh, they sent and, me the uh, I, at the end. They both said they were going to subscribe to the channels. Yeah, and they so did. Did they, did they, did they, did they Tim? 
No. 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 So I'm going to keep tagging him. It's got some hidden name or something like that. But all right, no, I'm going to start keep tagging him and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I'm, I would love to talk, tell you guys a little bit about my experiences at Terrific Con because um, I don't do New York City. This is a big um, con for me, so I wait all year. And a little bit about it is it's in a casino. So going to a con, right, at our age is stressful. It's fun and stressful and stuff like that because you're not spending 20, 30 bucks. You're bringing big numbers in your pockets. Then you throw in a casino and a nightclub and bars and restaurants. It's tough. So shout out to like all the dudes who came up from Jersey. My boy Nemesis Prime from um, Long Island, Triple C came up, X Illusionary came up. And on Saturday, I had to leave to go to a wedding. And it was kind of a funny thing, but we went back and X Illusionary texted me. He's like, Yeah, I'm going to meet you. I'm at this club. I'm at this club. And finally, at three o'clock in the morning, he's like, Otto, I can't meet you. I'm at this club. I'm not leaving. I go, I got it. So the next day, we hooked up and stuff like that. And there was a lot of people there. Four Comics was there. Barry Gary was there. If you go on the um, Three Men in a Basement website, I actually did a live broadcast from the hotel foyer or from our floor. That was fun too. That was a fun which one. was really cool. Yeah. And that, that was, was cool. all but you would just get random people walking by and they're like, hey, yeah. what'd you get? Hey, forget about it. What'd you get? What I get? Hey. Uh, hey. And what was really fun about it was Tim, you made a great point that that was hotel Wi-Fi. That was free Wi-Fi. Then I was streaming pretty strong from it, you know. So uh that worked out pretty good. But I do want to tell you about a few of the experiences that I had. And one of the artists there was Jim Starlin. All right. Now, um, I had never met Jim Starling and Jim Starlin, and for some reason, I I thought he was some kind of diva because he had difficulty with CGC and all this other stuff. So I went in there with some things for him to sign. Now I'm a huge um, graphic novel fan, and I love the death of Captain Marvel, but I brought that for him to sign. But I also wanted him to sign something else. I don't, I can't afford afford original artwork. Um, I already have very fortunate that I was able to go on eBay and I typed in death of captain marvel and this poster came up which was a store so you're going to look at this this is really neat this was like a promo poster that i guarantee was like a like just a a promo for the stores and the corners you see that gray stuff on the the stuff on the corners that's actually inside tape so you can tape that onto the window of your store and you wonder how many of these were thrown out so i waited um he was four he was 75 minutes i waited in line 75 minutes so i was really steaming but he finally showed up and when I met him, he was cool as ice, you guys. Jim Starlin was such a cool guy. He was so. Easy I think to he's talk made to. up with uh, CGC since now, then, too. He's now yeah. he's doing it again. So maybe so, I think somebody from CGC reached out to him. I believe it. I believe it. So I had him sign that Death of Captain Marvel poster, which I'm going to hang. And then he took a picture with myself and my brother, Brett, uh, who does Power Kid Comics, an independent comic book artist. So you could see the smile on my face because I waited so long. And I was like, if this guy's a jerk, I'm going to be really upset, but it's total opposite. He made up for the whole weight. He was cool. He talked to us. When he looks at the death of Captain Marvel graphic novels, he likes to see what printing it was. And then I also met, if you can see, I also met Bob McLeod. Damn, look at the the prices on Bob. That's not bad, I guess. No, it's not bad. See, I don't own any, like, um, I don't own, like, many, like, headshots or anything like this, but Bob was such a nice guy. He gave me a great autograph. You can see my daughter in there that I would actually love to find a blank New Mutants variant and have him do a, um, a sketch for me of Cannonball uh, because he was such an easy guy to talk to. He's from Pennsylvania, and he just really made this whole experience really cool. So I had a great time at Terrificon. I do want to say, and Tim prefaced this when he told me, I finally met Lou Ferrigno. Uh-oh. And, yeah, it was, it was uneventful. I spilled my guts to him. I told him he's the whole reason I lifted weights pumping iron the incredible hulk and i said can i get a signature and can i get a picture 
He goes, yeah, 125 bucks. <laughs> when so he's talking said, money, all of a sudden he can hear perfectly. Can yeah, he? perfectly. Right, Tim? So I said, okay, how much just for the picture? And he goes, well, since you're a fan, I'll do them both for a hundred. So I forked over the hundred. He did sign my um, Hulk right here that you can see battle of the inhumans. That's the classic Steranko cover for you guys listening. I did have Steranko sign it. I had Lou sign it. It's going to go on my wall. I got the picture done. Will I ever, you know, find the need to go meet Lou Ferrigno again? Absolutely not. So sometimes, you know, meeting your heroes isn't really. That's a lot of shows too. Small and big. He, Lou Ferrigno, yeah. I see him everywhere at uh, all the SoCal shows. The big ones, the small ones. I met, you know, he's over there on what I call like, uh, like has been alley. We're all, you yeah, know, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> right. He was, he was there with a few people and there was a lot, a lot of other actors there and stuff like that. So it was really neat. So terrific. That was a great show. Shout out to all my, uh, you know, the IG family comic brothers who were there. So the name next- off some people who were, who, who'd you uh, meet up with the, from right. the IG or YouTube community? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, um, four comics was there. That dude was buying shout up every Dennis. FF- yeah. Shout out to Dennis. He was buying up every FF 48 he could find. Um, Barry Gary from IG was killing his booth. He was making tons of sales, making tons of deals. Um, Triple C, Comics Collectible and Cosplay, he was hanging out there. And then here's the funny thing. I was waiting in line for CGC. I know it was taking forever, but I had my Lord shirt on and I turn around and somebody goes, yeah, does TiVo know? Uh, when's TiVo going to send me a shirt? And I look back. <laughs> that was uh, Murph, right? Yeah. yeah he's the Murph amazing Murphinator. So he comes That's right awesome. up to me and goes, hey, I watch the show. Uh, amazing Murphinator. So big shout out to him for recognizing that. So all the way across the country, the uh, the Lords is being uh-huh. a rep. So yeah, he sent me a picture of just from you behind. I go, that's Otto, man. He goes, <laughs> then he sent me a picture with both of you guys. I said that was hilarious. You know, that's a cool thing about people who had like Lords of Longbacks t-shirts from throughout the country. They they'll run into other people because you know I, I'm not tooting my own horn or anything, but it's a pretty known thing on uh, I'm telling you. on Instagram. You know, where we, we were hashtagging IG Comic Lords, mm-hmm. and you know, shout out to Comic Tom 101 who's big on IG. And YouTube now he was he was talking about hashtags and he said uh, IG Comic Lords is one of the big hashtags just like IG Comic Family, um, but it's cool because you know Ryan did it too. I mean we need to get yeah. Ryan to get to more shows so he can spread the love in the Midwest. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, actually, there's I, I want there, there's a lot that I could go to. I, I want to yeah. come to WonderCon this year for sure. Okay. Um, well, so, I told you so I need me to find and out me, when those tickets go on sale. Let me know, or if you can me get me a ticket, gonna, I'll, I'll pay you back. Me and Swolverine gonna invade Detroit, man. Me and Big yeah. Bobby. Then there's two shows in Detroit now. There's a May one and there's an August one. Oh really? Yeah, okay. Okay. One's at Cobo Hall, so you can go to the to a con where Joe Joe Lewis used to fight, and uh, the other one's at uh, like a Rock Financial kind of place. Yeah, but, I don't, uh, I don't, I don't know if the lady will let me go with Bobby <laughs> out of state. <laughs> yeah. Bobby's a little wild, man. So you Bobby's know what? Otto, you should come out to WonderCon too. WonderCon I, is a great show. I'd love to do it. I'd love to come out there. So I do want to give two more shout outs. Nemesis Prime, he came up all weekend long. The variant whore himself, uh, Bernie eighteen sixty nine came up on Friday. My executive producer, Roger Lebeck, was all there all day. He got a beautiful book triple signed. So uh, it was really a neat show. I did screw up though, you guys. I did make a rookie mistake. I do have this um, green uh, Green Lantern, Green Arrow book um, by Joe um, Danny O'Neill, who was there, and he was only there on Sunday. And I was going to have um, Neil Adams sign it. For those of you guys who don't know, Neil Adams signs for fifty dollars a signature, yeah. nothing less, nothing more, fifty bucks. I've given Neil enough signatures, so when I had Danny O'Neill sign it, I put it on the back. I put it on the board of the bag, and I walked over to Neil. And then, I don't know if you guys can see this. When I went to pull it off, the back of the comic book started to rip off on the uh non supposed to be non-stick tape so i ruined it so i didn't have neil sign it um like i said i wasn't too upset because i've given neil enough money but i did have denny o'neill sign it it'll go up on my wall i'm lucky that neil didn't sign it signature bad 
Yeah. yeah, with that. If you got Neil Adams to sign it, it probably have gotten worse because he'll open it up, he'll start reading it, he'll start yeah. doing all that. He'll and, start and doodling on it. I've given Neil, I've got him signed enough books that I've given Neil enough money. So I was like, you know what? It happens. Rookie mistake. Oh, well, I'll move on. So it didn't ruin my day. So that was probably about the worst of it, but it was a great, great show, you guys. So that's what I got. To yeah, say. go Thank check you. out uh, Three Men in a Basement Auto's YouTube channel where they had their live cast from like a hotel yeah, freaking like lot. Because yeah. if you ever been to a big hotel or a casino, and I can't believe it turned the... out so nice. I mean, it was like yeah. nice looking. It, it was glitchy yeah. or pixelated. Look good. That's amazing Wi-Fi. Well, they figure you're losing a couple grand gambling. They're going to give you some good. <laughs> internet, some so. Wi-Fi, and it was funny because when I was setting up, people were like, "Dude, are you seriously going to do this?" I said, "Listen to me." The minute I set up a camera and a light, there's going to be security. So if we get past that point, we're good. You know what I mean? Like, because they're that was amazing that you didn't ask the hotel. I mean, it looked like I, I when I first saw it, I go, "Where are you?" That's a big ass room. He goes, "Oh no!" Yeah. And then somebody walked by and he was like, "Hey, what's up?" People were like walking to the elevators. I was yeah. like, Dude. So that was the sixth floor lobby. Every 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 floor has like a little common area, and that's where we did it. So it was really neat. So check it out, you guys. Uh, yeah. Just a lot of fun to see it happening. So really cool. Well, let's get right to it, Ryan. Uh, what do we got? I mean, are we going to talk about variant horror? Since, yeah, you know, you know here you on the Lords of Longbox, we like to do top 10 lists lately, right? We love top 10s. So I was thinking we could do a top 10 list of the most hot selling variants. Current let's test. do that. Our friends at ComicsMV.com uh, compiled this list for me. And he basically, this is not a slabbed list. He went and used his little algorithms to go and to see what was selling that was both raw and graded that are the most sought after variants right now, both price wise and quantity wise. But I would say these books, as I was going through them, these are the more rare variants. Uh, up first, of course, Ultimate Fallout, number four, uh, the first appearance of Miles Morales, and it's the Marco Durkovich, I can never say his name, Marco <laughs> Durkovich variant. This is a one in 25 variant. This is the one that's good because everybody knows the ultimate fallout number four book. That thing is there's tons of it. Everybody has it. I think I have three copies myself, but this one is the hot one and it's only going to get hotter with um, the new Edge of Spider-Verse cartoon coming out. Oh. If you see this one, grab it. This one is hot. This is the, the Marco Durkovich variant right. and he doesn't do many variants either. Well, speaking of Edge of Spider-Verse, number two. Yep. Or, and well, this number one, nine. This is number nine. This is nine. We're counting down. This is right? number yeah, two this issue. Any, number nine. Is, yeah, this isn't in any order. On the list. Uh, yeah, this isn't any order. Oh, this nine, is okay. just. Yeah, well, I just gave you so you can put it in there. So it's not like the first one is the most hot one. They're oh, all okay. hot. Okay, um, okay. And we've talked about this one in the past. I think this has been some of our lists. This is the Edge of Spider Verse number two, the Greg Land variant. This thing is still hot. Um, uh, and, and just like Ultimate Spider Man, which both almost came out at the same time, right? Uh, Ultimate Edge of Spider-Verse number two is the first appearance of Spider-Gwen. This Greg Land variant is super hot. And this was one in 25, which now you think is not that rare, but you have to think back in when this came out, there was an online stores everywhere. So a one in 25 variant at a shop where they may have just ordered, uh, remember Edge of Spider-Verse 2? Nobody knew about it. No, right. No. So they didn't order many of them. They may have ordered a 25 or 50, so they got one variant or maybe two variants. But this is a hot variant to get. Get that Greg Land, Edge of Spider-Verse number two. Yeah. Or not, so I can get it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, this next one, I'm not surprised you see this everywhere. I'm even wearing the shirt today. Yeah. That's a great book. Look at that. I like and, that. I like uh, the Rick and this yeah. one is, is kind of... 
one of those things where you, I, I, I would guarantee you'll probably rarely ever see it. Uh, this of Rick and Morty number one. And you want to talk about something no one knew about as far as yeah. the comic book. Yeah. Rick and Morty number one. This is the Royland variant. Royland is the co-creator of Rick and Morty, the artist. And this is a one in 50, the rarest. And the voice of Rick and Morty. Yep. And this is the 150. This is the most rare of the variants. Cause there was a bunch of variants for number one of Rick and Morty. Mm-hmm. This one is the one to get. So if you see this, snatch it up or just mail it to me. Yeah. <laughs> mail me. And one I, I guarantee you, if you look for this, you're not going to find it. It's pretty hard oh, to find because like you said, after the fact, everybody bought them up. Oh, so yeah. you rarely ever see these. I, I would, I would gander. You would never see this in the wild. I've never seen it. Yeah, I've never seen I, it either. That's, uh, so, you know, and then up, so up next, we got Thanos. 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 And this is a more. This is a recent one. Thanos. Yeah. Uh, of course, this is uh, Thanos number thirteen, the first appearance of Cosmic Ghost Rider. This is the Al Albuquerque variant. This is a one in twenty-five as well. Um, so these are all. I mean, this one. This just came out like what six months ago? Yeah, uh, yeah, six to eight months ago. This book is pretty pricey already. Yeah. Oh yeah, I mean, just the regular other variants and the reprints and everything. The regular cover, the lenticular covers are all hot, but this is the one to get. And Cosmic Ghost Rider is still going strong. Yeah. Uh, next up, Supergirl. Uh, this one is surprising. Yeah, this is Supergirl and the Legion of Superheroes number twenty-three, and it's hot because it's Adam Hughes. There's not yep. necessarily a first appearance or anything. It's just one of those things where. DC doesn't do a lot of variants, so the typically the print runs are pretty small on them. So when there is the perfect storm of artists and character, this is it. This right. is Adam Hughes, and this is you know him doing the cover. So Supergirl this book has and been hot Luke. ever since I've started collecting, and that was I don't know seven years ago. So yeah. I mean, it's a gorgeous it's, cover. I mean, somebody's yeah, trying to sure. sell this right now on Instagram. I don't know who it is. Somebody's been trying to move this for a while. I think it's somewhere around eleven hundred bucks, but. I like the Supergirl logo. If you look at this, you guys, I know for you guys listening to this on podcast, uh, the Supergirl logo is very reminiscent of the original Superman logo. Yeah. That's right. And it says the Supergirl logo is kind of drawn out with some red background. And yeah, it has just like the movie. Superheroes. Yeah, very, very cool looking book. Yeah, next up on the list, we have Amazing Spider-Man uh, 798. Yeah. It's the Alex Ross Virgin variant. Yeah, yeah, so we all know about Superman or Amazing Spider-Man 798. Uh, the first appearance of Red Goblin, and anytime, and we remember how people are going crazy for it. Well, the Virgin Alex Ross variant is still sought after. Well, look getting, at that cover. I mean, come on, it's, it's Green Goblin fighting Spider Man. It, it, yeah. It's can't beat it. I would no, definitely I, say that uh, you know the Alex Ross is definitely a fan favorite for us. You know what I mean? And uh, I think this is like a one in one hundred. So I was able to pick this up myself and get it sent out. So I'm pretty happy that I grabbed. Still this waiting one. for my one in one hundred of the Fantastic Four Virgin variant. Jeez. Mm, uh, this next one, I wasn't sure. Is this a Venom book? Is it? Is it called Null? Is it? I don't know. Nope. Sure this is um, this is Venom number three. Okay. This is the Molina variant. This is a one in twenty-five. This is the first appearance of Null, the god of the oh, symbiotes. No, the, the first appearance of Null. Okay. Yeah, but there's tons of variants for it. There's tons of so I'll I'll give you a quick what my summary of what these are and if you'll see a you'll you'll notice a trend to these but obviously anything venom related especially the god of symbiotes is hot right now i'm really digging that null and cosmic ghost rider so hot right now because uh, they're like what i like to call organic books there's nothing really specific Mm -hmm. to the movies i you're not gonna see cosmic ghost rider or null in a movie right but they're great storylines and who's donny cates is straight killing them all killing it uh, this next one, uh, number three, our friend uh, Swolverine will like this one, Bobby. 
Ah, so this one is so new it hasn't come out yet. <laughs> oh, it's already <laughs> so that hot. This eh? is this is the Return of Wolverine. This is the uh, where Marvel took an old drawing of uh, what do they call it? Remastered. It's a Todd McFarlane one in one thousand sketch variant that they took from an old uh, you know comic that McFarlane drew the internals of. So McFarlane didn't draw this one, but but it's the like the other ones they did. People scoffed at it at first, but then those old ones. Remember the. Uh, the one was just a Venom. Uh, yeah. It was from uh, yeah, yeah. Amazing Spider-Man uh-huh. 298. Right. And yeah, and then he it was just a cover. And so this hasn't even come out yet. This is return. Our friends at KRS Comics actually have the 1 in 500 uh, on their website. So this nice. is the 1 in 1,000. So you, if you do, money, if your money, shop money. does get it, you're just going to get one copy. Yeah, right. That's great looking. For those of you guys listening on podcasts, so, black and white. Yeah, Spider, Spidey fan in the live chat saying the colored remaster is nice. So basically the colored one, uh, is just the same as this one, obviously, but it's full color and it's one in 500. So gotcha. just as good to get it, man, if you can find it. And yep. from, you know, why it's on here because of the prior McFarland remastered uh, variants that came out. They all were hot. Uh, yeah. So next up we have uh, Mary Jane on the cover of an Iron Man book, Invincible Iron Man I number seven. Well, that's because it's the first appearance. This is the called the perfect storm of uh, a rare variant. And a first appearance. This is Invincible Iron Man number seven, the Woman of Power variant. Um, nothing really special, but it's the first appearance of Ruby Williams, and it's a very, it's a relatively low print run. You can find like two or three of these on eBay in nine eights, but it only got hot when people there was talk of Ruby Williams screenplay floating around in Hollywood right now. So, yeah. um, and you know the speculation is Tony Stark or you know um, Robert Downey Jr. He's going away soon. Maybe you'll see Ruby Williams. So far, the young people, the people who like it. She's one of the smartest people in the in the Marvel Comics universe. So this is the hot book right now. If you guys look for it, you see it out there, it's nab. It's very unassuming. If you were to see it, you wouldn't think it. Yeah, 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 you definitely wouldn't. You know, Dave, well, you have a copy of this, don't you? Yeah, I sure do. That's oh why I'm hyping it up. Really <laughs> hype, 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 hype. Well, this one is not uh, unassuming. Uh, Spawn number one. I don't. I'm not sure ah. what variant this is. This is um, this is the oldest one on the list. This came out, I believe, in 1997. Wow! This is the Spawn black and white variant to to number one. Uh, basically, when Spawn 65 first came out, this was the retailer incentive. If you had ordered 50 of them, you could have had a chance to get this one. Uh, mm-hmm. So you had to order at least 50. So 50 to 100, you got this one. So there's not many stores that had it. It's even harder to find in a 9.8. I don't know why this book is so hard to find in a 9.8, but this well, is... that black spine, man. That yeah. will show any this, tick. This is the holy grail of Spawn comic books. Black and white Spawn, number one. It's It came out in 97. So it was when issue 65 came out, this was a retailer incentive book that you could, you could have purchased as a retailer. So obviously 65, Spawn 65, it was cooling down a little bit. But the aftermarket started picking up, and now it's really it's always been a hot book. It's one of those books that you see it on recalledcomics.com. By the way, recalledcomics.com is a great site to go for rare comics, uh, comics that have errors on them, uh, anything, anything with low print runs, any rare comics, recalled comics. And this one, if you can find it, nab it, get it signed by Top McFarlane. It's only gonna go up, man. It, you know, because spawn number one, there's a there's a Brilliant. lot of them, a lot of them. And even those books are going up now. But I'm that, selling one on Instagram right now. So if you're a spawn collector, it. that is your holy grail. Go out and get that black and white uh, variant. And it's, you know, it's just basically a reprint of issue number one, but it's in black and white. And so, you know, what are you going to do? 
So that's it, boys and girls. That's our 10 top, our top 10 list. If there's any other top 10 list you want us to mess around with, leave it in the uh, comments after the video, and then we'll see what we could do to compile it. I think that people like it, so this way we kind of give We can do more collector-centric things on, you know, what we think are top 10 speculation books, but typically we like to deal with, you know, monetary values because we're greedy capitalist collectors. Ooh, that's <laughs> right. Yeah. We're here for the seasoned collector who wants to, to you know, think of us as your, uh, I don't know, your Dow Jones of the Comic Index. Hey, that's right. Money. Well, 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 that prices go up and down. The prices go up and down. Mm. They do. Um, what else we got this week, Ryan? Why, well, why don't you lead let's us? Let's get into the news. The news. Uh, it. So it sounds like Marvel's teasing the return of the original Defenders roster. Um, oh my God! Yeah. I'm I'm so stoked for this. Could uh, Marvel's been Marvel's been teasing these one-offs. That's going to be bringing, uh, I think there's four solo stories I tell. Uh, it's going to be uh, Hope, Submariner, Server Surfer, and Doctor Strange. So you know I'm all about it. Mm -hmm. And I've always contended that the original Defenders team is one of the most, if not the most powerful team in comics. History. It sounds like it to me. I mean, you got Power Cosmic with the Surfer. Yeah. You got the Sorcerer Supreme. You got one of the strongest beings in all of comic book realm in the Hulk. And you got to do that good you know, whoop Aquaman's ass. Right. <laughs> Come on now. He's got Submariner. He's got, you know, he's talking to fish and shit, whatever the Submariner does. But that's, I mean, just as strength-wise alone, those three, Server Surfer, Submariner, and Hulk, that's a pretty formidable team. When I when I think of, like, say, the most powerful Avengers team or the most powerful um, Justice League team, you got Superman as strength and a couple others. But, I mean, that's, I mean, you got Power Cosmic, too. And you have the uh, Sorcerer Supreme. So uh, it's going to be coming out in December of 2018. It's going to be called, it's got a tagline of the best defense. Uh, the best so, defense, yeah. That, yeah, I you that. know how they, Marvel, Netflix launched their Defenders thing, and it was street-based heroes, and then they, the comics kind of followed suit. And, right. you know, I was kind of disappointed because, to me, the Defenders are always powerful and they kind of dealt with the weird mystical supernatural stuff remember they had like demon hunter and gargoyle yeah. and some other weird cats on the team so it was weird to me that they went like street level with you know great team but don't call them the defenders call them something else right, right. i mean what, you know, what was that team with captain america it wasn't uh, i can't remember the invaders yeah the invaders yeah the invaders was captain america human torch uh namor i think bucky some other weird cats. Yeah. Uh, there were some great invader stories that they did like, I don't know, like seven, eight years ago where they did the run again. That's why I was like, if Marvel had all these properties, they could have done a proper invaders film right after like the uh, first Captain America, right? You know, mm -hmm. bring in Namor and have Bucky and then have, then it frees them. But, you know, because now the story's already been told. So it would have been cool to have more uh, of that. So what's next, man? Uh, we well, lost Otto. But yeah, we lost Otto. I'm not sure what happened there. Um, I hear him. I hear him, but that's good. We can see you. There you go. Uh, Better heard than sound. So, our so speaking of books that are they're bringing back, uh, sounds like they're planning on bringing Marvel is planning on bringing back Amazing Spider-Man and his friend and his amazing friends. So we have a spec book alert. Spec yeah, book cool. alert. Spec book alert. Go out and get it. I got it a few years ago just for nostalgia purposes. But uh, Spider-Man and his amazing friends. Number one, it was a one-shot that came out in, I don't know, the 80s? 1981. Um, yeah. Well, the cartoon came out in 81. I remember yeah. looking at that. The cartoon came out in 81, and you know, I was around, I was a kid when that came out, and that was really geeky for me because it was pretty neat. It was, it's kind of hokey with all like the, the, the villains and stuff like that, but what was really funny about it was you had like one or two episodes that had the X-Men in it, 
you might have had one or two like cameos, but there was like one time it was really hokey. They were at like a high school party and they're all dressed up as superheroes. So you've got somebody dressed up as like Doctor Strange, the lizard, stuff like that. So oh, there we go. I'm back. So that was pretty neat. I was able to pick that book up. I was looking right now. Um, you can get that book on eBay at a nine eight for like two seventy five. I'm sure you can go a little bit lower. So um, but that's I think good. Maybe I, what's important about that book the original is the first appearance of Firestar. Yeah, uh, and 100%. this is going to be reintroducing Firestar. And if you don't know, they made some Firestar a mutant. Um, and from my memory, so this people don't believe me, but on the original Amazing Spider-Man and uh, Amazing Spider-Man and his Amazing Friends. They introduced Doctor Strange on an episode. Captain America was on an episode. And the X-Men yep. were on an episode. No, the X-Men was great. And here's the kicker. Wolverine had a English, had a kind of Cockney British accent. <laughs> yep. I shit you not. For That's the longest time, I thought Wolverine was <laughs> British because he had a British accent in the cartoons. And then I found he was Canadian. Then uh, when I was a kid, I just assumed like Canadian people all had British accents. <laughs> but go <laughs> Find that episode on YouTube and you'll see it. It's the uh, Amazing Spider-Man, uh, Spider-Man and Amazing Friends with the X-Men. And you'll notice when Wolverine speaks, he has a kind of really tough guy, British Cockney accent. And it's kind of, it's hilarious. But that book's coming out, so that's kind of cool, man. So yeah. go look for a first appearance of Firestar. One of the first times a comic book or a, comic, a cartoon character was introduced into the Marvel Universe and also introduced as a mutant. Because yeah. if in case you kids didn't know, back in the day... What defined a mutant was not an X gene. Is if you were born with powers, you are immediately a mm -hmm. mutant. That's why Namor is considered a mutant because he's the born with powers. Yeah. Okay. If you gained your powers through something else, then you're not a mutant. But so that's why Reed Richards and Sue Storm's kid mutants mm -hmm. because they're yeah. born with it. So later on, Marvel made it more, you know, fleshed out, and they said, you know, people who are born with the X gene. But back in the day, Marvel just said, if you're born with powers, you're a mutant. Well, so. Right. What I what I thought was really cool, I kind of geeked out about this. The writer of the the Iceman writer right now, um, Sina Grace. Is that how you say his name, team? Sina Sina S I N A Grace. Sounds um, good to me. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> he 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 kind of wrote that. Um, he was when he was talking. He was a huge fan of this, I guess. So you know, he's doing the Iceman right now. And when he spoke to C B Cybulski, they were talking about this, and he goes, Sina says, "You're not messing with me, right? Like you're 100 percent serious that I'm going to be able to do." A version of Spider-Man and his amazing friends in one of my books. And Cybulski, uh, CB was like, yes, you absolutely can do it. You know, so the writer, the guy, Sina, is really fired up to do this. So it should be a lot of fun to read. So, yeah, that, you know, that and that's out. great nostalgia, man. That's like going, that's like one of my first uh, things to see. And it was a Saturday morning cartoon, too. Yeah. So remember, you would wake up early, you would watch uh, The Legion of Super Friends. Absolutely. Super Friends, right. Yeah. And then later on, you could watch Spider-Man and his amazing friends. And those were your only two, like, superhero base from yeah. DC and Marvel. But man, I, I actually love. And then and Batman 66 reruns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah came and Thunder the Barbarian. Thunder, oh yeah, we could get it all day. We could do that all day. Yeah. All right, what's next, Ryan? Well, uh, sticking with spec alerts, let's uh, do a little TV spec alert. Um, we've got news of a new character coming to the next season of Walking Dead. Beta. That's right. The show right. that won't end. Um, yeah, I hope it doesn't keep going. <laughs> so the, keep going. the dude, I forgot his name, man. Ryan but he something. Was the, yeah, Ryan Hurst. He was the bearded dude from Sons of Anarchy. Absolutely. Yep. Uh, absolutely. I think his name was Opie, right? Opie. Yep. Yep. Uh, he's going to be playing Beta, which was a uh, villain uh, that was on the Walking Dead comics. His first appearance was Walking Dead 154. For those who would like to spec, go out and buy that thing before it comes out. He's going to be one of the villains in the upcoming season. Uh, in the comics, I think he, la spoiler alert, he, he died after 20 issues. 
Um, but that's another thing. Remember all the crazy spec about Negan when that came out? Yeah. Yeah. So this may be one of those quick uh, flip books, and, you know, right, get rid of it right before the premiere. Um, be careful and it's spec books with The Walking Dead because I think the series is coming to an end. If Rick's gone, man, it ain't yeah. too far from him. Everybody else gone. Agreed. Yeah, so this uh, Ryan Hurst, I think, is a great actor. I think he's really good for this. He was on a show, I think, called like The Badlands um, or something like that. It didn't last too long, like something where he was out in the wilderness, stuff like that with his beard. But he was definitely a main character in Sons of Anarchy. He actually got killed very violently, um, but just a main, main character. Great actor. I'd like to see this happen. I was shocked when he died on Sons of Anarchy. And yeah. Shout out to Sons of Anarchy. The Mayans are starting real soon. I'm looking yeah, real for it, too. Man. Cool. I can't That's wait to see that. Cool. So we'll see how that goes. But yeah, I just bought two of those books at eBay, Tim. So I think this is the Walking Dead show trying to breathe life back into the show by introducing yeah. a known comic book character because they've been having this Negan, Negan, Negan for a while now. So at least now they kind of can build up some some kind of momentum for the fans of the comic book to go, hey, I can't wait to for Beta to be introduced. He's part. He's like one of the leaders of a group called the Whisperers. Right. Uh, for those who watch the walking or read the walking Dead, because I don't think the whispers have been introduced in the show. Not, who show are those yet, no. people that had the W's on their forehead? The whispers. Well, then they were in- introduced. No, no. So the whispers but- wore um, flesh. Yeah. To okay. mix in with the zombies. You know how on like one of the early season, Rick would cover them. So they would walk through zombies. Um, and so that way, and so the whispers, that's what they're known for So they can walk among the zombies. They cover themselves in like, you know, human mm-hmm. flesh and shit, which is uh-huh. kind of creepy, but uh-huh. you know, I don't want to gross Ryan out. The people, I don't know if anybody's the whisper. Okay. So I don't know if anybody's in the live chat right now that they could tell us the, the, it was like the, the, the people with the W's on their head. I don't remember who they were. They yeah. It was like, it was, before, they, it was before Negan came, right? It was like when they were starting to yeah. introduce and, um, Morgan kicked, like fought one of them. Right. In the woods, when yes, yeah, Morgan. Yeah, I don't know if they. they call, I don't know if they were called that though in or the, the wolf shows. Or some the wolf, know. the wolf yeah. pack, or something like that. That's something to do with wool. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Yeah. So I don't think the whispers have been introduced in um, okay. in the show yet. So no, not yeah. at all. So nope. you got that. His name is Beta. If you, you know, B A T A, which is kind of a weird name, but he's going to be in it. So for those who like the spec, right. trust me, that pro- that's been announced and that uh, it's only going to go up. From Walking here. Dead one fifty four. So, I mean, hey, man, we're on a roll with spec alert. So how about one more? Yeah, we're ruining so, this for everybody. So um, <laughs> bonus. Oh, so got, go ahead. Iron Fist season two is coming out real soon. Uh, and there's still stuff that's coming out about it. Um, obviously, we find out about Typhoid Mary. That book has gone ridiculous. Well, there's some interesting stuff that came out from Charles Soul. I think is his, I, yep. he's got a E right. on the end of his last Soul. name, who is the writer for Daredevil. Um, and he uh, tweeted something, a character named Sam Chung played by James Chen is appearing in Iron Fist season two. Very interesting. And the only reason that uh, it's interesting that he brought it up is that he posted a picture of blind spot who is Daredevil's kind of sidekick almost. Right. Um, so uh, I'll read you verbatim fans of the 2015 run of Daredevil recognize this character straight away. Chung was a Chinese immigrant who developed a suit that can make him invisible. He would then use this technology to work as a vigilante and later work with Matt Murdock. He does confirm that he has no insight if he would become blind spot on the show, but it is interesting to set up the character in advance and why Charles Soule would actually post a picture of the said actor along with the picture of blind spot. I don't know, but it's cheap spec. And in case you wanted to know, the first appearance of Blind Spot is the all new, all different point one number one from 2015. So if you remember these Marvel point one books, there's a couple of uh, hot 
appearances. I think isn't Amadeus Cho in one of these um, all different I point think ones? So. And um, I think uh, Miss Marvel came out of this yeah. one. Kamala Khan is one or not of them this too, exact so. one, but out of a book like this. Yeah. yeah. One, all new, all different point ones were like a book that introduced new storylines and they would show like three or four page previews. It's not mm-hmm. truly a, a, a first appearance, but it's the first time you had ever seen them in a comic. You know what I mean? Well, it's hey, not if, like if uh, DC presents 28 or 26 can be a first appearance of the new teen Titans. This, these can be first appearances. That was just right, right. insert four, four, in four, four pages, stuff yep, like that. So. I don't know I much about it. this. Yeah, no, no, I don't be honest with you guys. I'm a novice when it comes to this. I don't know too much about it. We'll have to see the way it plays out, but you know, good, you know, you know, you know, it'd be crazy if he wasn't blind spat and he was Shang motherfucking Chi. Oh, right there, right? Oh, Tim boy. might actually like uh, Iron Fist at that point. Well, you know he's, turning, he's turning, but I'm turning as much as I've seen so far of uh, the season two footage and of uh, curly haired, uh, what's the <laughs> boy on um, on Luke Cage. Yep, yo, man. And you notice he doesn't have curly hair anymore, so I really can't call him that anymore. So right. we'll see. Well, he man. heard you. He heard you. The Lord coming up spoke. Being September, man. Looking forward to it. Let's hope it, it it's done right. And uh, next up is one of my favorite segments of the show, Ryan. Why don't you introduce? You know it? what? I wish I had a soundbite where I could put a siren, like a right, rumor right. alert, so rumor alert, rumor buster, alert, rumor busted. Yeah, right. So go ahead, Tim. What's the busted news? Uh, this is a p- part of the show we like to call Rumor Buster. Yep, and uh, yep. the only reason I even brought this up because, you know, uh, some people on Instagram were posting about it that uh, Moon Knight to be in a Netflix show and eh, busted. That's a weak ass rumor. I don't know who started that, but stop that shit. Okay. There's no somebody who has so, a lot of uh, what's the what's the book? Uh, Werewolf by Night 32. Yeah. Where, Werewolf exactly. by Night 32. There you go. <laughs> yeah. That's so, right. So basically, um, Somebody tweeted at the Iron Fist showrunner, uh, whose name is Raven Metzner. Um, he said, and this is the closest thing that you may get to it. He said that um, the idea of introducing Moon Knight during Danny Rand's second season came up many times, possibly in place of a new villain, Typhoid Mary. And what he said verbatim, love that Moon Knight came up many times in the writer's room as we discussed Typhoid Mary, which really doesn't say anything like, hey, Somebody in the writer's room said, hey, why don't we throw in Moon Knight in here? But, you know, I'm pretty sure it has to go through a lot of different channels for them to introduce a character like that. And with the Disney streaming service coming, uh, with Netflix possibly losing these shows coming soon, you know, I would think Marvel is like, no, no, no. we want to make that um, introduction of Moon Knight into whatever. It's not going to be on Netflix, though. No way. It's not. And it's not going to be. It's been built up for so long. People have been buying this book, just waiting and waiting, and it just don't. It's not. It's not Hang happening. On to them. Put them back in your boxes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, well, and it's not on our show notes, but in the same vein, uh, the rumors about Blade have come up again as well. Because uh, in a v- recent Vice uh, interview, uh, Wesley Snipes said that he's in conversations with Marvel to do something so incredibly vague. But just so you know, expect Tuma Drac and the Number Ten to go start going up <laughs> again, and pretty much. So, Everything is going up because Marvel. Know, so this is two two funny stories. I think for well, not really funny. My opinion though, on Moon Knight. I think Mark Spector is a very complex character, and I don't think they're willing to just put him in as like a subset character. Um, I think they really have to develop him. Look, they know Moon Knight's there. They want Moon Knight to come out. We want something with Moon Knight, but they better not do it poorly. And I think that's what they're doing. You know. And speaking of Blade, I just had a Tomb of Dracula ten nine point 
that I've been sitting on. I couldn't move it. I just traded it to Rificon, and uh, then this pops up. So this oh. is how it just bites in the ass. You know what Our I mean? Our friend uh, Bobby Swolverine is selling a Tomb of Dracula number 10. Really? I'll have to check that out. I'll have to check that out. Come to me first before you check that out. We got a bad girl to talk about. Yes, we absolutely do. That book, I can't wait to get that book too. I've got a lot of things on deck, you know. So. Capitalist pigs. And speaking <laughs> of capitalist pigs, uh, let me give a quick shout out in the middle of our video since everybody's here that our next Lord's auction will be uh, a week from this Saturday, yep, right? September 8th. September eighth, man, is going to be at six p.m. Pacific, nine p.m. Eastern. We're going to be uh, auctioning off great books. Expect a video party to come out uh, yep, maybe and this week. There weekend. will be an addition. I have a, a friend of mine that's going to add a few books as well. So we're going to oh, have a really nice, nice. auction. Uh, Otto, you got any books you want to? You know, I've got books. Um, I've got lots of stuff. I just have to start looking through it. You know, come uh, January 1st, I'm going to be looking to um, start moving some of my stuff in the middle of the summer, like somewhere around June or July, I'll be making a big purchase. So expect me to jump on around there right now. I've got two more. I've got things everywhere that I've got to categorize. Stuff uh, like we're going to have some big stuff. This was the auction that was supposed to happen that we still got leftover stuff on. Um, I still got a deadbeat buyer from uh, the NY Warriors auction. Uh, this dude was like my... PayPal is broken, oh, and I write you a personal check, and I still haven't gotten either of them. I'm like, what the hell, oh. man? Well, we'll make up for it. We got some good books, so nice. Um, All right. So, you had mentioned a Disney streaming service earlier, and it looks like they've announced a name for it. Yeah, just like DC came out with their name, uh, Disney finally came out with theirs, yeah. and it's um, it's and it's pretty easy. I mean, it's uh, Disney Play makes sense, right? Yeah, there you go. Just hit play. And it's going to be cheaper than uh, Netflix. I believe there's a tier of like, uh, where did I put it? I put it somewhere. Uh, a tier from $8 to $14. Because obviously they don't have nearly as much content that Netflix has built up over the years. So that's good. That's a good entry point that you have all the, I mean, just the stuff they have. I would say, you know, sometimes it's quality over quantity. Because there are going to be some shit for movies on shows on Netflix where you're like, damn. It's what two in the morning. Right. I guess I, I guess I have to watch this. Right, you know? right. But if you think of just the library of Disney stuff, yeah. and then the stuff that they got from Fox, uh, you know, Indiana Jones, uh, Avatar, all that stuff on streaming service. I mean, that's pretty incredible. That at least you'll have quality, right? You can just say, "Hey, I'm gonna watch Avatar." Uh, now I'm gonna watch Indiana Jones. Now I'm gonna watch Star Wars. Now I'm gonna watch this, that, and the other. So you know, I'll be buying it. Yeah, did it ever drop again? Yeah, he's podcasting. He's, he's taking a little bit. All right. Well, yeah. hey, uh, not only do we bust rumors, but we also like to spread rumors here on the Lords of Longbox show. Let's do it. Let's talk. And uh, yeah. there's rumor that Doctor Strange sequel is to begin filming this spring. And this is the kind of rumor I can dig because this yeah. is my man, Doctor Strange. Um, and it's kind of interesting how it just came out. Like it was during uh, an interview. And essentially it's scheduling because they're and I love this news too, is they're doing another season of Sherlock Holmes. Uh, if you haven't seen him, Benedict Cumberbatch playing Cumber, uh, Sherlock Holmes, that is an absolutely great series. And I, I think it's on one of those, one of those BBC channels or something. And what's great about him is the, the series are really short. They're like six episodes long. Um, but it's great. If you, if you really dig like um, Sherlock Holmes, any of those type of things, and it takes place in modern era, but the way he um, calculates things, they kind of show things on the screen when he's thinking about stuff. It's really great. It's really great. I can't wait for it. I mean, you know, that's why the, the when they had the memes of both Sherlock's in Avengers Infinity War, 
Yeah. Remember that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, that was like the ultimate when you see Robert Downey Jr. and Benedict Cumberbatch, mm-hmm. you know, both on screen at the same time. Um, so they're saying they're going to start filming in uh, 2000, beginning of two, in spring of 2019, and they're filming uh, Doctor Strange can take as long as six months because Doctor Strange, more so than others, is very heavy yeah, on graphics. But they do yeah. such a good job, man. That scene from I'm still I still can't get over that scene from Infinity War. Oh yeah, yeah. man. So that, well, you know he stole the show in that one. You know it's funny. It's been a long time in between sequels, but we've seen him pop up in Thor Ragnarok, mm-hmm. and obviously had a he had a major role in Infinity War, and I'm ass- yep. and I'm expecting him to have a big role. And Avengers Four as well. I mean, God, the trailer's got to drop pretty soon, right? You got to think, man. So, two, a few things about this with Doctor Strange number two. um, Do we do we see a spike coming with Baron Mordu, right? And then, um, who becomes the other Sorcerer Supreme? Tim, you know this better than I do. Um, I would spec on Clea, Dormammu, Mordo. Yeah, Baron Mordu. Nightmare Nightmare is is um, at one point they're discussing he would be the major villain of the sequel because Dormammu will probably wouldn't come back until like the you know how they make the big baddie reveal at the third yeah. film so right. Dormammu is the all thing and I would think he's almost like an Avengers level threat because right. remember Doctor Strange couldn't beat him he just right. had to trick him he just had to trick him and get him stuck with the time right um and and we never got to talk about Ant-Man and the Wasp and the spoilers in the Ant-Man and the Wasp but like the uh the uh microverse whatever that thing is i think that these pocket realms are not affected by thanos's power right okay yeah so that's why i think ant-man because he's on a different realm or molecular level that Mm. his snap didn't affect it because because if we all know anything about the here we're going to get really nerdy here for a second itself and those gems work only in the 616 right if right. I were to take that, and we learned this when we talked about uh, when we did Fanboy Fight Club, right? When mm-hmm. we talked about Thanos versus Darkseid. Every yeah. reality has to have their own gems. So that's why in the films, they could potentially say, well, the Infinity Gauntlet doesn't work in these other realms. And the, in Doctor Strange's world, that's the Dark Realm, the realm that Dormammu resides over. Mm-hmm. And in Ant-Man, that's the Microverse, which is another realm, right? Another realm, right. Yeah, so I mean that's just yeah, something no, for you it, to think it about. It makes total sense. I mean, it, it explains. Um, they got to have some heroes come back, right? They can't get rid of everybody. Yeah. What I what I I just we want to uh, talk about Doctor Strange real quick. Um, so very funny story, fun fact. I was talking at the Comic Con. Roy Thomas was there, who was you know big into Doctor Strange at the time. And I've always heard rumors that the Sanctum Santorium. I don't know if I talked about this already was um where he and i think bill everett used to live so he kind of drew it like that so i asked roy i go roy is the sanctum santorium like a version of where he used to live in new york city he goes no we could have never afforded that uh-huh. it's a real address Seven's, it's uh, a real address. you're absolutely right about that that's cool yeah so the address of the sanctum santorum is really where um, um roy thomas and bill everett did live so really cool fact right did you ask him if they were dropping acid back then too uh, <laughs> everybody else i'm sure i don't roy's always kind of a straight guy he says that's a rumor that i heard but oh, everybody on, but they were all in their twenties back then. Yeah. They were no, the I know. Yeah. So yeah. Storenko still yeah. gets high. That right. was oh, crazy, God. man. I love it. He looks <laughs> that so was great. That's such a good so, yeah. so, so, uh, that's props from, from Marvel to DC. Looks like we have a little bit of uh Black Adam update from the producer. Okay. Yeah, this is weird, man. This is like everything is moving and moving and moving, and and I, and I have a feeling like 
you know, Black Adam is going to get bypassed because because The Rock is all over the place. Right. I mean, he's in a new Disney movie about the uh, uh, Safari Cruise. Uh, there's news that we haven't talked about that is there's movement on the Black Big Trouble in Little China film, which I am adamantly against. Yeah, uh, but I guess do that. Yeah. the only have, bright they're side. They're going to redo everything. Um, right. Well, the bright side is it's not a reboot and it's a continuation of the story because, you know, okay. Kurt Russell is going to be in it. So it's sure. not going to okay. be, uh, you know, uh, The Rock playing, um, you know, right. uh, Jack well, Burton. Right. Be, my opinion uh, on this. And again, on the lower box show, our correct opinions are that I think they're waiting for Shazam to come out first. They're going to see how it does. They're, nobody's going to want a Black Adam movie if Shazam tanks. And that is correct. So, and uh, on that, they said that, you know, they're working on it. They're working on writing. They want to be introduced Black Adam correctly. It looks like, I don't think Black Adam is going to be what, he's going to be more of an anti-hero, right? If you're not going right. to give him a solo movie to just be the bad guy. Mm -hmm. So I think they're building him up as an anti-villain mm -hmm. or, uh, or anti-hero. Anti-hero, anti yeah. not anti-villain. That would make you a hero, but anyway. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, and so we know now for sure, they pretty much confirmed that he's not going to be in the Shazam movie, which I don't know, man. I think you could have squeezed him in there as an end credit scene. Yeah, but for some reason, I think DC and Warner Brothers is so concerned about people saying they're copying Marvel that they don't want to do that. And it's like, you know what? Copy them. That's what Go sells. With something that's that works, what, right? That, there's no shame in that, man. Go right. If there's somebody who has the right uh, floor plan or uh, model plan for it to go, Use that as building blocks for your cinematic universe, right? Right. No, I mean, well, the end credits. Like, that's what you wait for. Were there end credits? That's what you say to somebody, right? How was the movie? It was great. Were there end credits? Yes. How many? better at least drop his name. I mean, yeah. they got to drop Black Adam's name, right? Right. I know. I don't know if you saw my um, Shazam trailer review, but I went through the New 52 book, and Sylvania is in there. He's the one that releases Shazam. So my my theory was that he would be used, since he's the villain in Shazam, uh, not Shazam, Black Adam. So since he's yeah. the uh, villain in Shazam, I would thought that it would there would be a connection there, but if it doesn't sound like it now, right? There's so little we know about the Black Adam yeah. movie that we really yeah. can't say anything. They haven't they don't even have a script yet. That's what's amazing right. to me that this was announced so long ago. I think the Rock just got... wanted wanted a role. Well, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, think, they had, I think they wanted the thing. Game though you gotta build you gotta build you know. on that when you drop that news right you can't just like you know here it is and people just forget about right. it right when marvel came out and said hey we're doing a captain marvel movie game a few months later hey another six months here's brie larson is going to be our oscar-winning actress is going to be playing captain marvel carol danvers right i mean you know, right. you know so we got black adam we got the rock and years have gone by and we haven't heard yeah. anything yet so i mean well at least, we heard you know, a black adam and then we get shazam I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it makes sense. <laughs> Obviously, we yeah. can have the hero before the villain, but yeah. it's just funny. Um, yeah, but this 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 is taking way too long. And you know, I'm a huge Black Adam fan. I oh, think he's yeah. in the DC universe. Other than Sinestro, he's my favorite. I villain. talk about it every time we bring him bring him up. Yes, 52, absolutely. The 52 run is right. one you know, of the if, best Black if, Adam stories that I've ever read. Yeah. If if Shazam uh, hits lightning, pun intended, and hits lightning in a bottle. They need to immediately start developing yes. that Black Adam movie. They need right. to build on it. They need mm -hmm. to build on it. You know what I mean? Get that whole backstory and all the, uh, I don't even know if you can call them the Marvel family, the Sam family. Yeah. And I, mean, I don't know yeah. what they're going to call it. Like, you know, what was this? Uh, 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 well, well, in the, in the, in the, and this is seemingly based very heavily on the new 52 version. 
in the new 52 version they all um like they all like the family gets their powers but they're called they're all called shazam that's kind of oh, really they, yeah oh, okay yeah. Gotcha. And speaking of which, that on, on the comic book side, there actually uh, there's a new Shazam title that's coming out with the Shazam family in it. So you know how they in the new well, they're going to be coming out again with the new one. So Man, you know, that's smart of them. You know, launch a comic that. book when you have a movie coming out, right? You got to yeah. build on that. You look what Marvel did it the best with Guardians of the Galaxy. They made the movie and then the comic became popular. Mm-hmm. Right? Ooh, Remember, nobody topic, cared. Off topic. I I heard that uh, it might be put on hiatus. Part three. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, there's been conflicting news sources, but, you know, one of uh, people, they pretty much just put it on hold and they say, whoever needs to work on projects, go ahead and do them while we were, we got this on hold. And one guy, uh, industry expert who was on, you know, on the production team said, this is normal whenever you get delayed. So this way people are still getting paid. Right. So if they have a, pro- if you're a boom operator or a camera guy or something, you know, you can still work on other projects and then hope, you know, hopefully you still have your job, but I don't think it's going to be, it's smart of Marvel to push it back to let all the dust settle on James Gunn and the Guardian stuff, right? You can't yeah. just start making announcements. Just like another studio would really be fu- playing with fire if they immediately signed James Gunn to do a, a movie, right? Mm-hmm. If you were DC, you would not. I mean, right now, it's just too st- toxic. If you, you know, I hate to talk about it again because if, if you agree well, with it or you we don't, don't have to bring it up, we don't have to bring it right. up. We've talked about nah, it. Yeah. It's just, yeah, it's just certain, there's certain factions that are politically motivated that want to see him not succeed. And right. it's because he was an open critic of Donald Trump and the people who are on that side of the political spectrum, you know, are making it to where all the old things you do. And that's why uh, I think Ryan Johnson deleted a bunch of old tweets and assumed me, people immediately assumed that he was part of a pedophilia ring. Right. No, because he was like, you know what? I don't know what I tweeted, you know, right. five yeah. years ago. I don't that's want it to right. come back up by me in the ass. I mean, Lord, Ryan, knows you, Ryan you got him started on this. I know, Look, I know. Okay, let's let's pull him out. Let's get out of this negativity. No, I want to. I want to. YouTube channel from like three years ago because right. I can't be responsible for anything uh, yeah. I said. I, I want to. <laughs> I do want to say though. I do want to say Guardians. I've been watching one and two over and over again on netflix i mean the way that whole movie flows and gels the first and second one they're just brilliant and even guardians in the avengers in infinity war they were absolutely brilliant so they have brought this group of characters to the forefront and, and i'm sure everything marvel. will be okay. but here's, the good, here's the good thing though if you don't if you haven't noticed marvel's action directors all come from a comedic background peyton reed like well, except for scott derrickson who came from a horror background but peyton reed who did ant-man uh, the russo brothers who worked on uh a comedic television show. I think it was Community, right? The Russo Brothers, the Community. Because remember, know, be yeah, in Civil War, one of the characters in Community was in the Shield Room, uh, and of course, the you know, Brothers? Community. Yeah, the yeah the Russo Brothers did Community. I thought so that was Dan correct. Harmon. Mm, no, the Russo Brothers. If you remember, and the show, uh, the show, Community, yeah. the TV show that was Dan Harmon. No, no, the Russo Brothers are part of that. Oh, uh, really? If you okay. remember the Indian guy from Community, right? Yeah, yeah. He was in Civil War. Yeah, Remember, right. he was in he was in the Shield Unit. So the Russo brothers were part of the that. So okay. and Tika Waititi is another comedic director who did Thor Ragnarok. So they have guys in their stable that are familiar with the Guardians of the Galaxy already that could probably take over the reins. I don't think they would go outside of their because you know what? <sighs> okay, to make the cast happy because we all know Batista is really pissed off right now. <laughs> the rest of development. Thank you. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, so if you take the cast 
and use a director they're already already familiar with, that would make them, you know what? Because if you bring an outside director, there's going to be like tension there. Like you're, oh, you're I an think outsider. they should use the director that directed uh, Thor Ragnarok. It had the yeah, similar Katie, tone. Yeah. It had, you know, I, I don't think that you would even miss a beat if you went that route. Agreed. Yeah, the Russo Agreed. brothers did a great job with them too. I mean, right. you know, Ant-Man, uh, same kind of, you know, they mm -hmm. can do the humor. So I think they have a good stable of comedic directors to choose from. Sure. I would be very leery if they were to go outside because the Guardians cast seems to be very bonded like a family, what they've gone through. So if you bring an outsider, they may be like, man. Right. So yeah, I think we're not doing gonna, what you say. Yeah. We're not so good. I think they're going to choose somebody that's already in-house for that. So, um, And I think it's not going to – there's no way it's canceled. The, screen, the script is already done. They already got yeah, a no bunch way. of things there. You know? And you know what? It could probably do even bigger now because the fans will come out to support it. And, you know, mm -hmm. and that small, small but very internet-loud group of mm -hmm. people – that were you know knocking him the other people will come out and i'm not even going to talk about what happened with darwin cook's widow but that's for another episode but you know <laughs> well, kudos let's, let's to move, the comic professionals let's move let's move forward <laughs> yeah, so no, this was i'm this not was the one that had all my shit deleted off youtube and twitter but yeah you know, well, kick this, rocks, motherfucker. this was this was an interesting uh news story uh, as soon as we got word that this actor was hired he's not Rumor buster alert. Ding, 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 ding. Uh, yeah, man. So Alec Baldwin joined the cast of the solo Joker film and then he left. Yeah. <laughs> so as soon as like Alec Baldwin, no, that's typical him, you know? Well, he's a busy cat, you know, yeah, he's doing a lot of stuff. He was a mission impossible. Uh, the last mission Impossible movie, which was a great movie, by the way, great film, man. Uh, I, I really dug it. Um, yeah. uh, so yeah, he signed on. Okay. And then he was the mustache on. worth all the bullshit? He didn't need the mustache in, in Mission Impossible. Like okay. it was, it had it didn't define the character. He was an American for God's wow. sakes. And it was in 2018. It wasn't like he's a dude from 1970 and <laughs> everybody had mustaches. Uh, but speaking of films from the 70s, really quick shout out. So Alec, um, Black Handsman, two films that I've seen over the last few that were just excellent. Go see Black Handsman by Spike Lee and this yeah. little film called Searching with Jane. Uh, the um uh, the guy from Harold and Kumar, uh, John Cho, great great films, man. The okay. the searching film, I was really uh, I saw we saw it up in San Francisco. My girlfriend and I were staying in Union Square. The Metreon was a walk across the street, and we're like, yeah, let's go see this movie, man. You know, we got the AMC go. A list pass, so it was like free. And basically, it's a it's um Timur Betnikov is a Russian director who did those three Russian um, kind of supernatural films uh, like Dawn or Vampire or something like that. He did this film and he also did a film called Unfriended. Um, and oh, we're going to get off the tangent. trailers for that, I think. So it's called the first screen experience yeah. where the entire film takes place on your computer screen. Yes. I remember seeing trailers for that. Really? Yeah. That. Wow. So searching is about this guy who loses his daughter and he's trying to find her. And the whole experience is taken on a computer screen through his conversations using, you know, uh, FaceTime or Google hangout and through Facebook and social media. It's, it's incredibly, especially for guys like us who use YouTube and Instagram, it's incredibly interesting. It's very good if you're a parent as well. It's a great, great movie, man. A little movie too, um, but go see it. It's called Searching. Nice. Uh, it's really and it, you know. So the, when are you going to bring back Lords of the Box Office? On oh, the next, I'll uh, probably do a review. Well, 
You should. Yeah, you should. Do. I'm doing it right now. As well. <laughs> I'm doing it right now. As oh, impromptu, ladies and gentlemen, we break yeah. this. So that's yeah. Those are my two little movies because right now there's kind of like a lull in the summer film. So yeah. these are two yeah. little films. Black Klansman is really good that with uh, good. Spike Lee and Searching with John Cho. Man, I've been looking out these. And you know what? Go get AMC A plus A list pass because you can pay twenty dollars a month and you can see three films a week. And there's wow. no restrictions. You can see IMAX, 3D, Dolby, Dolby Prime, everything for twenty bucks. It's a great thing. So you will see movies you wouldn't normally go see, right? Like I saw the movie about Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> okay, how was that? It was like it was great. My girlfriend absolutely yeah. loved it. She's a it big Disney good. fan. She yeah, cried. Right, right. Disney fans yo, would yo, love she it. She cried, yeah. yo. She cried. You know, I won't I lie. Know. I got a little. You know, you know. If you know anything as Winnie the Pooh as a child, it really tugs at because it's the original. Home. It's the original character, right? Her, the guy who it's the movie about the guy who created Winnie the Pooh. It's the based on the animation of the book, though, right? The original book. It's Correct. not like the old, the uh, new, newer cartoons. Correct. No, yeah, so yeah. it's about the guy who created because you know most Very of the cool. Disney properties are not theirs. They took like you know, uh, Sleeping Beauty, uh, Cinderella. Right. These are all like Han Christian Andersen stories, and they stories. just got, yes. got, yeah. So yeah. So that's it, man. So uh, go. I'm just sorry. I had a tangent. I just <laughs> when I see a really good movie that's small, I want people to know. Yeah, you know, sure. they know what I'm going to do a trail of uh, reviews about it. You know, because they're good. Go. And it, and they're both rated really high in Rotten Tomatoes too. So nice. Well, mm-hmm. uh, last but not least, it looks like we might be getting a Craven the Hunter movie. This snuck through our sweaty little what? pit. Yeah, this new the whole time and... I've been speculating Amazing Spider-Man movie having Craven because it was in yeah, Europe, well, right? And here they are. We're going to slide this under the radar here. This is Sony doing their own thing, man. I just, uh, I just, you know. But you know what? I can dig it because I just picked up Craven's Last Hunt, and it's a great read. He's a I, very, he's a very complicated character, but, right? You know. Um, so they got the uh, the writer or director of uh, screenwriter, excuse me. Of Equalizer Two, which was a good movie. Good movie. Um, Equalizer Absolutely. One, I really enjoyed. Equalizer Two was it was good, but not as good as yeah. the first one. That was the one where Denzel Washington plays an ex uh, whatever Navy SEAL ass whooping dude and just becomes an Uber driver and just whoops everybody's ass. But nice. um, Richard Wank is a screenwriter, and they actually like got a screenwriter. Yeah, so <laughs> they got Richard Wank to write a, a Craven the Hunter movie for Sony. So I mean, Sony's going all out right now. They're like, you know what, we got mm, this. Might as well, let's get it all out there. So yeah. I. Craven the Hunter with six issues, Tim? Six or seven? Uh, six. Ooh, uh, Craven's Last right? Hunt. I just Craven's had Last a, Hunt. Go, can, can I, I, just, I, I just need to get this thought out. I just had a thought. Yeah. So, uh, um, uh, fuck, I just lost it. You forgot. No, 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 no. Yeah. Okay, so Marvel starts doing superhero solo movies, right? They form Avengers. Is Sony doing villain solo movies, and then they're going to form the Sinister Six? Oh, that would be fantastic. <laughs> I mean, be... I don't know. You heard it here first, folks. Yeah, that's that, right. Look that, at that was the rumor that there was a Sinister Six solo film a long time ago. Um, but, I mean, they could potentially be setting it up, right? I mean, if you're going to, which is weird uh, because Spider-Man isn't in that world yet. You know, it's, uh, it's, we'll see what happens with Venom. Maybe Venom is their replacement mm-hmm. and Venom, Venom can end up fighting uh, these six villains, but you know, eventually, uh, Spider-Man, Tom Holland's character needs to come into the Sony universe, right? I mean, I I just right. don't he see needs- how you can build, flesh out all these villains mm-hmm. and arch villains and anti-heroes. Well, Venom and- has to be successful. 
It looks like it's right. got good buzz. I think bring it will be. I mean, there's, there's a cult following bring for out just like- whoever else, you know. Right. I mean, look at the end of at the end. Well, I know Spider Man. Um, they, they've teased it too many times not to do it. You know what I mean? Like it just it seems like they should do some sort of. Yeah. Some, and if, if for those listening, Spider-Man. the first appearance of Craven is Amazing Spider Man number fifteen. So mm-hmm. that book has always been hot, and it's oh, only yeah. going to get hotter now. Uh, I tried boy, to get it a few months ago, and I couldn't find it. Well, I'll be selling books. Yeah, so, Wolverine's got a seven point okay. Yeah. Well, so I. I, when I was at, so Craven's Last Hunt was a storyline that I never picked up, but I've been on the hunt for Craven's Last Hunt. And when I was at Terrificon, there was a girl selling the whole lot of them, but she was missing one issue. So I bought the lot. I think I'm missing issue number five. If anybody on YouTube or Instagram has that, send me a DM. I'd like to buy it. How much did you sell it for? I, uh, they were like 10, 12 bucks a piece. You know what I mean? So I think I got all five of them for somewhere around 40 bucks. You know what I mean? So I made a deal with her. It was Sunday. So I got them for 40 bucks, but I can't read them. I can't, I don't want to start reading and not finish it. That's how neurotic I am when it comes to this. So I'm going to try to find it. I'm going to dig in them long boxes. I'll try to find it. If anybody on Instagram has it. What's that? No, I'm just kidding. Anytime I say it, I have to say trademark. Uh, oh, trademark. That's right. That's <laughs> and I like how so, on the uh, on the podcast you're like, you know, because yeah. they didn't get it, you know, because they're they like, get it, not at all. Yeah, because Otto goes, you know, I guess that's, I got to go, keep, I got to go digging in those long boxes. And they're like, oh yeah, that's pretty interesting that you do that, Otto. And they're like, yeah, I'm like, you know, what are more entertaining these these mucks, man? Uh, yeah. Mike Zapsek and Ming Chen all boring and shit, but yeah. rock, my Otto was rocking the man. I, I was, love, let me tell you something. I don't want to spoil alert this because you guys need to go listen to it. And we're going to post it on uh, iTunes and Stitcher and SoundCloud. But when you were talking Teen Titans with Mike Zafsik, man, I right. had a nerdgasm driving in my car because Teen Titans <laughs> is my jam, man. So right, that was right, really right. cool to hear that. Yeah, I wouldn't no, be surprised we... if they look you up to be on their podcast because they probably had some real like deadbeat nerds oh, that just they like, had all them. nervous. Yeah, and there was. There was some stuff going on. I kind of watched it. I kind of hung around. You know, um, you know, you guys are giving me high praise for what it is. Thank it you very great. much. It sounded fantastic, man. No yeah, dead air. There was, was no dead air. And uh, no. as we always talk, dead air is the curse of any type of show. YouTube show, podcast, dead air is where. And you were like rocking. They even at one point he goes, "Wow, you've gone five minutes straight." You know, and they were yeah. like impressed. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but but like this guy could put together multiple syllables. Right. This is amazing. Yeah, like, but my point was like, I wasn't going to go on there and be like, "Hey, what's up, Amato? I collect comic books." That wasn't my whole deal. Like, yeah. I wanted to. You know, I wanted him to hear Lords of the Long Box, Three Men in a Basement, you know, that we are, you know, we're, we're comic book fans, we're comic book geeks, we enjoy this stuff. So, you know, if they really are fans and stuff like that, then, you know, give us a shout out. You know, one shout out could bring us another 150 followers or That's something right. like that. So, but definitely it's on SoundCloud, I guess, and we're going to get it on the um, the podcast. Yeah, we got you know, their right permission now, so. to put it up. So uh, nice. peep out the uh, Lords of the Long Box, iTunes, uh, SoundCloud, uh, Stitcher. Uh, yeah, wherever else we're probably bootlegged in China, India, and somewhere else right now too. So uh, that's it, man. That's it. Uh, let's, Ryan. Let's talk about next week. Man, one hundred episodes, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, ah, that's Can you believe it. No, I can't, I can't I believe it. I man. I, I'm I'm surprised we got through ten. To be honest, <laughs> and Ryan, man, because there's days we don't want to do it. That's there's right. weeks where we just want, and you know, you know, you take a, we took, I think, what two months off, three months yeah, off, I think so. And they were biting at the bit to come back. Uh, we made little appearances here and there, and then we got our own. And then there's weeks where we don't want to do it either, and then we still do it. And there's weeks like last week, there's just no news, and we're like, we take out a week off, we kind of re-energize ourselves. Mm-hmm, so. Mm-hmm. On uh, next week's show, the 100th show, uh, Lords of the Longbox live chat show, um, we're going to be bringing back some of the OG members. Mark uh, Marty from Comic Book Fanatics was on the oh, very cool. first episode. 
Marky right 316 up. was the first alternate That's ever right. on the Lord's Long Box. We'll yeah. see if Jim Mitt can uh, have take away from his busy schedule to be on it. We'll fit uh, like six people in the box. It'll look like the Brady Bunch up in here, man. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't think there'll be any format. We'll probably just reminisce about the days gone by, man. We'll see how many uh, caveats there will be. Then we'll see how many lighting minutes. our lighting. We need to, we need good lighting. Yeah, We're going to well, talk about that. We're going to talk about starting in dark, dank rooms. And now look at us all bright and shiny. That's it. Shiny. Four boxes not on Google Hangout anymore. <laughs> yeah, and also, make sure you're subbed. You appreciate it. But as part of the 100th episode giveaway, we're going to be giving away some books. Yep. And they're all going to be themed with 100th. Meaning, right. I don't know, maybe a comic that says something 100. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, in the live chat, we will probably do it halfway through the show. Make sure you're in the live chat. We're going to say a word, and whoever types in that word will uh, be put into a raffle, and we will run the raffle live. And uh, we'll probably pick three winners, top three, or diff- three different raffles, and you'll get three different books. So just thank you guys for being on the journey from us. We started on yes. Google Hangout with bad microphones and lighting. Now. We're destroying the English language on multiple platforms, multiple and platforms. it's incredible. Graphics and everything. Oh, my God. It's unbelievable. I can't believe it. I mean, here we are. And and we owe it to you guys. We wouldn't do it if no one was coming here to watch. So we really appreciate all the views and all true. the shout outs you know on Instagram and YouTube and everything. It's funny. The show has taken over my channel. My channel used to be, if I posted a comic call video, that would get much more views but now the views for the show equal the same i mean man what's up with you guys i'm putting up some banging comics on these home <laughs> videos and i got like 600 views before i used to easily get a, a thousand to two thousand views at most i mean there's one the comic call i have eight thousand views but i used to get like a thousand uh, fifteen hundred views if i got like cool first appearance or slabs and now it's like man i just put up a haul video of X-Men 101. Huge books, Tim. Amazing Spider-Man 300. <laughs> 98. I got like 600 views. I'm like, yeah. before that, I had some kick-ass 9.8s, and then I put I look at the live chat. Otto's on here. That's got 600 views, so it must be Otto. No, I doubt that. No, 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 no. But yeah, no, but that was great. You got uh, first appearance of Phoenix, Deadpool, unbelievable. It's crazy. Even a little fucking uh, mix with KRS-One. That was the KRS- yeah, mix. The, yeah, your, 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 uh, uh, Correct. That was a good. I forget the guy's name. Bruce Lee pops. Yeah, and speaking of KRS One, oh, uh, and we need KRS to talk Comics. about that Batman. Uh, you know what? Since KRS Comics has been our sponsor for the longest time, I'm gonna probably throw in some KRS Comics exclusives next week as well. We're gonna throughout the show. We'll do a little maybe trivia and give away a book here and there. You know, we'll It'll find be a fun something show, new. You guys. Yeah, do you? Can, I got plenty can of giveaways them? to give away myself. Yep. Yeah, can you tease them now with one of them? Well, we talked about uh, 100. Do you have it in hand? No, but if you give me two seconds, I can grab it. Sure, <laughs> I'll, we'll just talk. Right, Otto, fill in, fill in. No, go ahead. Hey, Otto, uh, what, any got any last uh, words for the people? What do you got coming up on your channel? Yeah, so here's what we're going to do. So, you know, when we do Three Men in a Basement on YouTube, it's tough to get Roger and my executive producer um, and my partner, Roger, here together. But we have lots of stuff that we do want to talk about more in depth about Terrificon. So we're actually going to do a Saturday morning special, just like your cartoons on Saturday morning. You can catch us at about 11 o'clock this Saturday um, on East, East, 11 o'clock Eastern time. We're going to go live from the grotto. We've got a bunch of different stories. I've got some other posters that I bought and I met some other artists. So we're going to deb- we're going to debrief and talk about um, Terrificon just a little bit more just to you know put it to rest so we can bring that in. So. Three men in a basement. Check us out. Eleven o'clock this Saturday Eastern time on YouTube. 
So if you're around, check it out. If not, watch it on the rewind on YouTube. The um, uh, when you when you get on rewind in the basement, please you know give us some comments. Let me know what's going on. It's been going pretty good. We're pretty happy with it. It's just this is all a lot of fun, you guys. This is what I look forward to every week. And you know, being off for two weeks, I was fired up to be here, man. So yeah. we will link this channel in the. Uh... Uh, video description so make sure you sub up uh auto three men in the basement they got a great show uh ryan what's uh one of the uh, raffle books that Whoa. it's a free raffle by the way you have to be subscribed and be in the live chat and we're going to put your names into the raffler the automatic you know the automatic freaking name raffler mm -hmm. selection i haven't done a raffle in so long but so during the show i'll try to find the peak hour or during the hour the peak amount of viewers and uh, we're going to have you say a word in there, and then we're going to put all the names that say that word. Um, and then uh, for this book. Whoa. That okay. is Walking Dead right. 100, First Appearance of Negan in a 9.6. That will be one of the books since you see. It's got a, it's got a the theme to theme, it. baby. Yeah, uh -huh. And we appreciate you. And we appreciate you. That's why. We appreciate it. If you guys it. follow my Instagram, uh, for a while there, I had a hashtag of keep it 100, and I was just posting 100th anniversary issues. So you may see some of those, as well as some KRS comics, because, you know, KRS comics has been our sponsor for a long time. So, um, you know, we're going to hook you guys up. Yeah. We're going to give you some, I got some KRS comics exclusives, signed KRS comics exclusives, some slabs maybe. So you never know, man. We're going to buck wild with it. So next Wednesday, the 100th anniversary ish, issue show extravaganza on here so for those on twitch it, make get sure, ready make sure you come over to uh you know uh tell your friends too nobody's watching on twitch by the way not even our moderators in twitch but <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you're listening to us on itunes stitcher or soundcloud make sure you come over to the youtube it's uh youtube.com lords of the long box we'll be live wednesday 9 p.m eastern 6 p.m pacific for our 100th anniversary show so get a chance to win some stuff come on over to youtube unfortunately our our podcast on itunes Stitcher, and soundcloud is uploaded after the fact it's not live on there but we're always live on youtube so if you who listen to us on podcasts please join us my dog darth vader is losing any last right. words dark side jedi nothing man thanks again for everything we're looking forward to seeing you next week with issue uh issue 100 episode 100 um that's it. Thanks for joining us. That's tonight, it. The anniversary issue is coming up. You know me. I love anniversary issues. So we're going to try to do something cool for you guys. Right. Market D one six will be here. Marty from uh, Comic Book Fanatics will be here. Otto will be here. We'll see if my man Jim Mint can join us if he has time because he's doing like seven damn shows of. Uh, we'll get one uh, of his clones. Man, he's got a clone out there. He's, he's got a clone. Yeah. Out there. All his Gemini's are following him, so uh, we don't want those people. I'm just kidding, <laughs> Gemini's. What's up to the Gemini's out there? Uh, so Marky will be drunk and give us his best Marky minute yes. rant ever. Uh, hopefully he's, uh, he already says he's in a live chat but the bottle will be out so you know what that means boys and girls party. So are we get ready. oh man that's double jeopardy <laughs> comics misexplained yes go check out the comic core on friday they're on youtube check them out uh their show was ended unceremoniously by a really nasty hacker but they're back so check out friday the comic course not whores Comic Core, like the Green Lantern Core, by Love the way. Check, check out the NY Warriors on uh, every Monday. Uh, Blaster Stash it on Friday. It's just a bunch. Go check out everybody's stuff. So um, Better than TV. We will see you guys next Wednesday for the 100th anniversary show. All Can't right. believe we made it. So uh, expect technical difficulties and drunkenness. So mm -hmm. until next time, boys and girls, keep digging in on log boxes. Peace. Peace, everybody. All right. <laughs>